0: Good day, everyone. This is Matt with the Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my Black Rifle coffee, cup of coffee this morning. and been enjoying a cup. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you're listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how, how that just can impact every area of our life, and we can live from the finished work of Jesus Christ setting us Free. If the sun has set you free, you are free indeed. I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening from today. It's a beautiful day here in Texas. I hope you're enjoying the freedom that we have in Jesus. We've been talking about. I mean, I wrote a book last year called "The Love of the Father: Enjoying Jesus Every Day," and uh, I, one of the one of the main themes of the book is one of the ways we can enjoy. Jesus every day is by really knowing our true identity, who we really are in Christ, what Jesus accomplished, not just for us, but what he did to us through his death and resurrection on the cross. And so this is so vitally important. We talked last time before our celebration podcast, the one before that, we talked about the effects of living out of a fake identity or a false identity. So go back and catch that if you missed that. But today I want to Talk about the benefits of living out of who we really are, because for so long in my own spiritual journey, my own freedom journey, I didn't really know who I was in Christ, what Jesus actually accomplished for me on the cross and through his resurrection to give me new life, to give me a new identity, to not clean up the old me, but to make me a brand new spiritual new creation. So I want to talk about some of the. I mean, there's there could be many, many benefits. I want to mention uh, about four today, uh, and the main theme of this I want it to be is this: is that um, main one of the, the kind of the overarching theme is when we know who we are not, we can finally embrace who we actually are. So the first part is actually knowing who we are not, that we are no longer unacceptable, unworthy. Enemies of God, um, distanced from him, uh, unloved, unaccepted, uh, rejected, any of those false identities, unapproved, any of those, we're no longer that. So knowing who we are not, once we can settle that and get that figured out and those false beliefs begin to fall away, if you will then we begin to embrace not another fake identity but the new identity which is in Christ. What he says about us that we are fully loved. We are fully accepted. We are fully worthy and secure and free in him. And so one of the I want to mention kind of four overall overarching effects I believe of of knowing our real identity and living from it. Okay cuz we may have read these things and know these things or have heard these things before but we may not be embracing them and accepting them and living from them as a reality in our life. And God wants us to experience our new identity on a daily basis cuz it's already who we are. It's a done deal. So, one of the things, the first one I want to talk about is is the the, the one of the, the main effect is which we talk about a lot on this podcast is that we are now free from the false beliefs and living from our feelings, so what does that look like? Well, the false beliefs we know, all the lies, the lying beliefs that we the fake identities that we have worn for so long, we are free from those. We don't have to embrace those anymore. and, and, and I've said this before, you know we talk, uh, humility is talked a lot about in Christian circles, but true humility is saying the same thing about ourselves that God says, nothing more and nothing less. So when we beat ourselves up, when we tear ourselves down, when we, when we uh, talk uh, bad about ourselves and put ourselves on this, you know, it, it's actually false humility because God doesn't say the same thing about us. He doesn't say that we're dirty and that we're rotten and that we're ugly and that we stink. <laughs> no, that's the stinking thinking. That's the, old, that's the old fleshly attitudes and thoughts and lying beliefs that we've had, that we've you know, lived out of for so long, and, and so um, one of the key things, one of the key benefits of, of living from our new identity, our real identity, is that we are now breaking free, and we are, we are living from a place of faith in who we actually are apart from our feelings and our experiences. Feelings don't always tell us the truth. Feelings lie to us. Feelings actually emotions a lot of times reveal the fake identities. We get this feeling of fear, or shame or whatever and it brings back that thought, oh well, that's just who I really am. I gave in today to this temptation, so that must be who I really am and, and no, we're living out of the feeling. So how do we know this actually kind of how do we know this this takes place in us? Well, there's a few thoughts on this. You know, we we as we as we begin to the, the transformation begins to happen, we begin to, to recognize these false beliefs. We begin to say, that's not who we really are. We're now by faith going to live apart from those feelings and those false beliefs. What happens is our mind begins to actually think truthful thoughts instead of those lying thoughts. We actually find ourselves believing God's truth rather than believing the lies. We're accepting it. The feelings here again, the feelings come and go. They rise and fall, but we're not living from our feelings anymore. So much of my life I've lived from my feelings, and I can still fall into this. But we're not. We're we're, we're drawing back on the reality, the factual reality of what is true of us. And then what happens is our emotions can still come and go, And ha- but, but then, oh, wait a minute. You know what? I gave into that temptation. Sure, I'm feeling some shame, but what is true about me Am I a shameful person? Is that my core identity? No, it isn't. Okay, so then I, be- I can begin to make choices based on truth, not out of emotions and false identities. Because again, you will all you will do what you do because of what you believe. Are you believing truth? And this will produce this greater uh, willingness to come to God for Him to further renew your mind to this to this truth, and you begin to experience then a transformation in your beliefs, your thoughts, and then lastly, your behavior. It doesn't necessarily change the emotions. I know people may disagree with me on that. Sure, we can feel better, but most of the time uh, in Christian circles, we're trying to get everyone to feel better so we just cope. We're teaching people how to cope. And the emotions are going to come and go. I think it's more important, in my opinion, to, to believe truth and to think truth. And then I think as a result of that, we are going to actually feel better no matter what's going on in our lives. And this then transforms our behavior. It's always the inside out, right? And then we begin to choose to live from this Christ-like reality of Christ in us versus the fleshly lie, the false belief. And so it's such a huge benefit in that to be free from these false beliefs and from living out out of these feelings, so that's one of the first one of the first benefits. Uh the sec the second one is that we have, I think we have it, we get a God gives us a deeper revelation of Romans 8:1, which is there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. No condemnation. That word no is an all-inclusive word. No means no. Uh this is this is a deep truth because here's the bottom line, right? We're condemning ourselves all the time. Other people are condemning ourselves. The world's condemning us. Uh, We know the enemy of our souls is condemning us. We have all these outside influencers that are condemning us. Those old lying, stinking thinking thoughts and beliefs that are not the real us, that are being renewed to the truth, are still lying to us. And so, I mean, all of those things are trying to put condemnation on us. You're no good. You stink! Remember, remember, remember what that what you told God you were going to do. Well, you're not doing it. You're not being a promise keeper. You're not doing all those things. And we do a pretty good job of heaping this condemnation on ourselves. Oh man, I'm not measuring up. I'm not. As, I'm not the Christian that I should, you know, should be. But there's no condemnation. Romans eight one. After he just talked about Romans six of, well, we've been set free from the power of sin, Romans 7 goes in we've been set free from the law and then he says because of all this guess what there's now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus uh the devil the enemy is going to tell you to oh you're not living up to it you're not measuring up and we we can tell him to go fly a kite <laughs> if you will we can tell you know what i know the truth of who i am now you're a liar you're a deceiver, I don't have to live out of that false belief that false identity. I don't have to live out of those feelings that you're trying to put on to me of what I just did or what I'm not doing that i should I think I should be doing. I'm going to embrace and enjoy the reality of what Jesus has done to me as we grow as we grow spiritually. This is why I think this is so important is as we grow spiritually. We begin to discern the voice of the Spirit of God in us, reminding us of who we are, versus all those other voices. Those other voices that are condemning, that are shaming, that are, that are putting us down, that are you know, lying to us, all of those, we begin to discern. Sure, they, still, they don't go away. They still come at us. Until we're with Jesus in heaven someday, they're going to come at us. Those influencers don't go away. But they're not us anymore. They're not who we are and and the voice of the spirit of god in us is always testifying to our spirit who we are and renewing our minds to that truth and so the spirit in you is never going to come at you out of condemnation never he now he may bring up something in your life he may say hey wait a minute now let's look at this but he does it out of love out of patience out of kindness out of freedom it's never condemnation he may bring something up. He may point something out. There may, be a, there may be something that is revealed to us. Hey, you know what, Matt? I'm revealing to you. This is the lying belief that you've had. This is, this is how you've been living out of your emotions or the fake identity. But he never, he never condemns us. He's actually doing the opposite. He's building us up. And, and, and we, I talked about this in a couple episodes. He's not breaking us either. He's not breaking us down we're we're complete in Christ not broken the ways of the flesh the lying beliefs the enemy's lies all those are broken ways the messages of the world those are broken and we've accepted some of those and yes those are broken thoughts and ways but we're not broken he wants to build us up he wants to encourage us he wants to increase our understanding of the life of Christ in us the freedom that we actually actually have he wants to he wants us to see ourselves, the way he sees us, that we're a saint, that we've been made holy and righteous and blameless, we're a partaker now of the divine nature, this this great freedom. I call it this kind of this release, like we we can let go of all these fake identities and truly re- release all of that and and embrace this deep understanding that we're never we're never condemned. Like because Christ accomplished all of that for us. And because of that, We can now agree with God and say, I'm not condemned. So when we condemn ourselves, what are we doing? (laughs) We're going against what God says, there's no condemnation. Now sure, is our behavior sometimes going to be not in alignment with that? Sure, but he still says there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So that's a deep awareness. I would encourage you to spend some time with the Lord on that. To ask Him to reveal that. How have you been living out of condemnation? How have you been living out of the feelings of being condemned? We can return. Here's, a, here's the great truth of this. We, in a moment's notice, we can return to the reality, the deep reality of who we really are. In a moment's, we don't need some special training. The Spirit of God is in us. We have everything we need for life and godliness through the Spirit of God in us. And we can return and we can reject those lying beliefs, and those false beliefs, and not live from our feelings. All right, the third one, uh, and I want to move a little bit quicker here, the third one is that we become now, I think a, a third benefit is that we become now more Christ-focused and not behavior-focused. We become more Christ-conscious and not sin-conscious. Most of what you hear in the church, I believe, is some form of sin-consciousness, a behavior- Behavior modification, whether it be good or bad, stay away from these behaviors. of course, we would say that, right? But then they're putting on a new set of religious behaviors for us to carry out. So it's just become it's exchanging one set of behavior for another set of behavior and And my message has been through all all through this podcast has been it's not that behavior doesn't matter but behavior is now not who we really are it's a result it's the inside out transformation the transformation of behavior doesn't come by me trying to manipulate it and manage it and change it the transformation comes from knowing how free i am and believing that and accepting that and then i'm going to live to who i am but if i don't believe that yet then i'm going i'm still going against a false belief and trying to manipulate and make myself look better and, 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 and clean up my act and all of that. It's all behavior modification, whether it's religion or whether it's staying away from all the, the fleshly behaviors. And, and, and God's not inviting us to focus. He's, He's taken away the sin issue for us as Christians. He's taken away the sin issue really for everybody. It's just not everybody has received it yet. Not everybody has received this free gift of freedom in Christ. Not everybody has received him as salvation, but God took away the sin problem through Christ. He put all of that onto Jesus. And I don't think God wants us to live with a sin consciousness. I'm not saying that we are to ignore behavior, uh, but you know, it's, that's not our true identity anymore. I've, I've used this example over and over again of I was born into the family that I was born into, my parents. That was my birthright. That's my identity. I could go out and live a wild life and a reckless life, just all kinds of things. It doesn't change the fact that I was born into the family that my parents <laughs> I was born into them. It doesn't make any difference if I'm living as a good child of them or a bad i'm still that's still my identity. My behavior doesn't change who I am. The same is true in Christ. your identity in Christ remains unchanged by our behavior. And I know this sounds crazy, because then you're saying, oh, you're not taking behavior serious, Matt. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that even though we may go after the flesh sometimes, that's not who we really are. Let's be honest. The book of James talks about it. All Christians, it says all Christians are stumbling in many ways. So if we're focused on our behavior all the time, then we're trying to manage it and change it. First of all, we can't change it and manage it anyway. It's Christ in us that's doing it. Okay, so even though we may choose to go after a fleshly behavior, okay, or we let's say we're we're critical in the moment and we choose to be critical, that doesn't change the truth of my new identity in Christ. I'm still righteous, holy, and blameless. But I acted in a way that was not in alignment with my character, with who I really am. Maybe you had a, a, a critical spirit or a, a judgmental spirit toward your spouse. Let's just say that. This still doesn't change the truth that you are a, that you are a new creation in Christ. We, we are so focused on on, I think what I would say a sin consciousness, and then what that does to us then is we'll, then we're told all the things that we need to do to get rid of the sin when Jesus has already set us free from all of that. It's an inside out, always. It's always an inside out. God doesn't intend for us now as new creations in Christ to live with a sin consciousness, but rather a Christ focus. I fix my eyes on Jesus. That's what Hebrews twelve two says, right? I'm fixing my eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. Now, does this mean that we ignore it when the Holy Spirit reveals something something to us that that uh is 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 off base there. Absolutely, we don't ignore it. And sure, yes, we scripture talks about we can grieve the Holy Spirit. I'll probably do a podcast on this sometime, but that simply means that we're just in the moment we're not we're not walking by the spirit. We're ex- not, we're not expressing Christ in us. That's all the grieving of the spirit means. It doesn't mean that all he's he's ticked off at us so now he's going to condemn us and no. Grieving the spirit means we're just not expressing who Christ is in us. We can walk by the flesh or walk by the spirit. We're expressing one of two ways at all times. We're either expressing the flesh or we're expressing the spirit. That's what grieving the spirit means. So when the spirit points something out to us, hey Matt, you know, just let's let's look at this. You were being critical of your wife there. He's not doing it out of condemnation. He he's (laughs) we let him do the revealing and the pointing, not us. He brings it, he brings us, that's why it's so important to be able to discern the voice of God, the spirit of God in us versus all those condemning things. Because the, the enemy is going to say, oh, well, look at you, you were, you were critical of your wife. That's just who you are. You're a critical person. You're a judgmental person. So that's, so then what do we do? We, we wear that as our identity. And so we let the spirit reveal that. And then we're not constantly looking at ourselves and the behavior that we're doing, good or bad. We are saints. We are saints who sometimes sin, and I want to make that clear. We don't, it's not that we don't sin, but we need to live with an awareness that we are saints. Paul addresses every single believer in the New Testament when he's writing those letters to the church as saints. He knows full well their behavior. He knows full well what they're doing. He calls them saints because he's calling them to live from this awareness of Christ in them. Most Christians that I've known and know and still, and I even sometimes to this day, I can fall back into this. We love to talk about what dirty rotten sinners we are. But that's not what we are to God. We're not hit that to Him anymore. We are His much loved sons and daughters. We are His new creations. We are we are His masterpieces. Ephesians two ten calls. We are His. We we are now invited to live out of. The divine nature we're partakers of the divine nature he's our life he's our source, and we don't have to we don't have to live with this constant focus on what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, and when we do something wrong, then oh now I got to figure out what to do right and so living out of this true identity we're we're <laughs> we're living from the spirit which is in us, and this is where I did a podcast a few episodes ago on the difference between body, soul, and spirit. The invitation is for us to live out of the reality of what has happened to us in our spirit. The temptation is always to live the soul life which is which is emotions and which is those stinking thinking thoughts. To live out of that, to live out of those lying beliefs. That's 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 the temptation. That's what the enemy is wanting us to focus on. Oh, look at that thought you thought 5 minutes ago. And and it's just not true of us anymore. God's going to take us through. Sure, He will allow us to go through these situations over and over again to bring us to a place where He is our total life, where He is our total identity, where we're living from our true, our true identity. He, you know, we have said this before. We are not our job or our ministry, and that's the last. That's the last point I wanted to say. Is that the one of the the, the to me, another great effect of knowing our real identity is that we are now living from what's already true, our eternal, changeless identity. We're live, we can now live from what's already true, even when circumstances aren't telling it, even when emotions are up and down, even when a hard season of life is coming, even when the temptation and the addiction just doesn't seem to ever go away. There are things that are true. Even when my faith seems like I don't have any more faith at all. My faith is so small, or <laughs> maybe I even think it's gone the factual reality, the true eternal realities that are changeless as the, as our identity doesn't change. It's eternal. I was a new creation at seven years old. I just didn't know it. And so now we don't have to constantly try to manipulate those false beliefs and those false identities to try to improve them, or make them look good because we already look really good to God. The new creation, us, the real self, the real you, already looks fantastic to God. You're off the charts. And the bottom line is, what? Sure, the world, culture, the enemy, the flesh is all going to lie to us and is all going to try to get us to be obsessed with cleaning up the false self, cleaning up the fake identity, teaching us how to cope better. Even if we call it Christian, or even if we call it religious, it still ultimately becomes coping. But now we're invited to live from what's already true. We're invited to live at the deepest level from our personhood, that we're a saint, that we're a new creation, that we're God's holy, righteous, blameless child. We have his nature living in us. We have a new nature. We're not the old man anymore. In your deepest personhood, the deepest part of who you are, your desires do not conflict with god 's will with god 's desires they're in a complete alignment. You just may not know that, and god's going to spend the rest of his, of your life renewing your mind to that. But your deepest being always wants to do what God wants that's That's your eternal changeless identity, and when we it 's who you are it's who you are listener now when you experience those thoughts and those feelings that are different from that, or behavior even that's different from that, it does not change that fact. So what's the invitation? I'm going to end with this. The invitation is to to accept it by faith. Then we begin to experience it as reality. These, These learned truths that we are a new creation now become living truths. They become living truths to us because we're now experiencing them in our reality. We don't have to we don't have to try to pretend anymore. This is who we are. This is who God has made me to be. And we can shout that from the rooftops. And, and that's true, true humility is saying the same thing about us that God says about us. And if 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 you're struggling with that, I want to just say this at the end. I want to I just challenge you or encourage you. I won't say challenge. I want to encourage you to just engage God with this and, and say, Lord. Uh, you know, I, I, I know that I've been living out of false beliefs. I know that I've been living out of my emotions or these stinking thinking thoughts. I, I know that you're revealing that in me, and you want me to embrace the truth of who I really am in Christ. And so by faith, I want you to continue to show me, and I want to believe it, and I want to receive it, and I want to accept it, and I want to replace all those lying beliefs with the truth. Of what you say about me, engage God with that, and I promise I promise I promise not because I'm promising, but because he promises he he promises to reveal that and to be faithful to show you that that is actually true, and that's actually who you really are that can be your prayer that can be that can be the prayer of everyone of anyone that wants to know who who he or she really is and now learns can learn to live from, from that reality. That's my prayer for you, listener. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We uh, would love to walk with you in your own freedom journey if you'd like to reach out to us for one-on-one coaching. We also have a group coaching opportunity for men where we meet once a week uh, to just share this journey together and have fellowship together. Reach out to us if you'd like information about any of those opportunities. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.